0: Hey pals, Lauren Ober here with a very special Pride edition of The Big Listen. June is Gay Pride Month. That's when the Stonewall Riots happened back in 1969 that led to the modern gay rights movement. And we thought it would be nice to mark the occasion with a fun chat with two LGBTQ pioneers, the musicians Tegan and Sarah, who also happen to be devoted podcast fans. FYI. The identical twins have been making music together since the mid-90s. They've been openly gay since the start of their career, and they've always been vocal advocates for the queer community.
1: You know, we always would say, like, we're gay, we're gay, but we're not a gay band. We're just gay people that are in a band.
0: Recently, they started the Tegan and Sarah Foundation, dedicated to economic justice, health, and representation for LGBTQ girls and women. During our interview, the pair had a lot to say on the joys of air travel, the business of music, and the Beatles of podcasting. Hmm. Basically, the Canadian pair just had a lot to say, period. They are renowned talkers. Honestly, I could have snuck out of the interview and they would have kept going without me. Anyway, here's Tegan and Sarah. Enjoy. Tegan and Sarah, welcome to The Big Listen. Thank you. We're so thrilled to be here with you. I appreciate that because you guys are busy, you're making music, you're touring, right? What are you guys up to these days?
1: so we are mostly touring right now mm-hmm. and we're sort of in what we like to call the the touring cycle which generally for us is about two years <laughs> and we do we do headline shows we tour international markets we're about to start our festival season and uh, and we're gonna wrap up hopefully around Christmas time and we've just um, we've also just launched uh, the Tegan and Sarah foundation which is uh, which has been very exciting for us and it's taken up any spare time that we do have when we're not
0: touring and uh, yes yeah, so we're just keeping really busy I I, this kind of disappoints me because I had it in my mind that you guys were just like hanging out by the pool drinking like white wine spritzers or something
1: oh yeah day (laughs) drinking we do we fit in day drinking in pools as much as possible eating
0: bonbons and just like (laughs) whiling your days away So you're actually out working.
1: We're out working, yeah. Occasionally we take some time to uh, to really uh, bask in the insanity and apocalyptic nature of American politics. But um, mostly we're working. I'd
0: just bury my head in the sand for a little bit if I were you. But um, <laughs> but I like that you said it's. A, we're in a touring cycle. That sounds so formal. Yeah. It is quite formal what we do.
1: Like, it's it's funny because... We're very disciplined. You know, we started in 1997, and we have a very regimented, like, Structured organization around us, and Sarah and I are still incredibly up to speed on every sort of day to day item that's happening, every action item, and everything that's open and pending. Like we really still do a lot of that day to day stuff. Next year, we're going to be off though, and so there'll be a lot of. You can just imagine Sarah and I in some sort of pool flotation. Good. Yes. Pool pool noodles. Right. Yeah. The whole nine. A lot of noodle action.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So when you are touring, when you're doing all this touring, do you have have downtime or are you just like filling in all the gaps with business
1: no you know what actually touring is sometimes more relaxing than being home and that's when we really I think that's why we love still touring and traveling when when we, we had to fly back and forth to the east coast twice in the last two weeks and people were around me were like oh you must be dreading it and I thought uh no because I get to listen to all my favorite podcasts I get to watch all the tv shows I'm behind on and I get to drink, drink wine on an airplane like yeah. it sounds like a vacation <laughs> so nice. that's our cabo is like going in <laughs> To the, going to an on an American Airlines flight and drinking cheap. I'm wine. like, are you sure that I should be on a direct flight to DC? Shouldn't I stop in Austin? Feel your breath on the back of my neck, back of my neck, feel your heart beating out of your chest, out of your chest.
0: Everybody so uh so you did mention catching up on the podcast. Uh obviously that is what we do here. What are you listening to? What are both of you? Oh, and I should, Mm -hmm. I feel like I should mention if it wasn't obvious already that you all are related, which is why you sound a little bit the same and it's radio and sometimes it's hard to tell, but I don't care that nobody nobody can tell your part. That's,
1: uh, that's actually a, even that is, we don't care. a
0: consistent theme through our career. Is like, I don't know, one of them said
1: it. You know, it's they don't even, I don't <laughs> even know why people attempt to quote us. Uh, as I mean, I
0: guess when we do in separate interviews, are you ever allowed to do separate interviews or is it just like, yeah, oh, we, we Oh do? Yeah, know. we but, back in yeah. the day, we were like, <laughs> if I would have known that, day. I would have just asked one of you.
1: <laughs> I think there's certain things that we do well together, and I think you know, things like this work really well, but sometimes they'll be you know, a demand, like, can we get both Tegan and Sarah on this local paper interview over the phone for 10 minutes? And I'm just like, nah. Like, <laughs> sorry. It's just too confusing. No shade to local papers or anything, but... No, uh, no <laughs> but they got only 10 minutes. So it's like, yeah. you're gonna, you've already heard how much we talk. Can you imagine you ask me no. one question? Nine minutes would go by. <laughs> Sarah would have already disconnected. Yeah, like, I don't think any of those people actually want to, like, uh do a 45-minute interview, transpose it. Transcribe it. Or sorry, transcribe it and then be like, uh, oh, yeah, and really, actually, we're just telling people that you're playing at, like, the local <laughs> bar tonight. Like, they don't really need to hear our life story, exactly. um, but, but it's in, it's interesting about podcasts because uh, I, I before podcasts was like were a thing. I, um, this is Sarah, just because I, I want to be clear oh, about my this. Look what we started now. Now we have to announce um. ourselves before we speak. <laughs> Um, I I started listening to This American Life um, just on public radio Mm -hmm. when I uh, moved to Montreal in 2002. And when it – I mean, I used to sort of like have to really scrounge around and look for it and sometimes just have to listen to it as it was going up live on on the radio. And um, one of the things that I like – I mean, completely love about podcasts is just how easily accessible, um, downloadable some of the favorite – my favorite episodes are now Mm -hmm. like for a program like This American Life, which has – I mean, what is it like 18 years or something of um, yeah, like a hundred like years. years, like a million years since mm-hmm. the beginning of time? And so, I love now to be able to go back and um, download like when we're doing like an international flight, I'll go and like actually look through the archive and download um, my favorite episodes from the past. And um, I find that show to be it's my it's just my ultimate, it's like your go to, um, yeah. It's my go-to. It makes me feel safe. Mm. It makes me feel happy. It makes yeah. me cry. I laugh. It's like All a security blanket. Who... It's my security yeah. blanket podcast.
0: Yeah. it really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and do you and do you um, do you find that that's the only thing that you listen to because that their back catalog is massive, or do you listen to you know some newer things that come down the pike? Yeah, I like – I spice it up. They're sort of like my um, – <laughs> No one has ever said that in terms of podcasting. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was Sarah. That
1: was I like Sarah. to spice it up sometimes and like, you know, definitely try something different. But if I like- people <laughs> quote – if people are going to quote this online later – Make sure outside the quotes is Sarah. She also <laughs> yeah. says folks all the time now. I too, love that folks. You can I... always tell if it's a Sarah quote because I would never, ever use the word. You know, we're just simple folks. Yeah, we're just simple folks. But... Sarah's transformed herself into Barack Obama. <laughs> I'm old now. I love That's... Barack Obama. I would love to be able to speak as eloquently as, as he does. Uh, no, I think that um, for me, This American Life is almost like my... Beatles, you know like people are always like wow. you're like you're like what do you listen to and they're like you know I listen to the Beatles. I listen everything is about right. the Beatles and they compare everything to the Beatles and um which albums were better and you know whatever. And I think in a weird way I, re- I I've always like been such a like, like, my catalog of what I listen to in terms of music is so big and huge and whatever. Um, it's hard for me to have a Beatles, I guess you could say. But right. with, with podcasts, radio programs, I mean, for me, This American Life is the Beatles. It's it's sort of what I compare everything to. And and it sort of is where I go back to a lot of the time.
0: That is a hard bar to clear. I know.
1: It's hard, but I do, she does I do so listen like to she, other stuff. But she, yeah, Sarah, Sarah does... Um, she doesn't get stuck on something. And she is, she's a, um avid sharer. So when she finds something she loves, she shares. And Sarah got me into This American Life, but she also recently got me into this is me um, segueing into another podcast, by the way, you guys, in case you're. Yeah, really good segue to yeah. No, um, that was great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad you did that for us. Now now we're going to stop really, talking about
1: This American Life. Yeah, I was really worried. I was really worried that we would never never highlight any other amazing work that's being done out there, but we love Two Dope Queens. Sarah was like, "You got to hear this podcast. It's so funny. You're gonna love it." And um, I I really love podcasts, and I put them on when I'm cooking and doing stuff like that. But I'd never been the, like you know on an airplane. I never listened to a podcast. I'd rather music or TV. Some, or you mm-hmm. know I'll read. Um, but Two Dope Queens I became so obsessed with, and I had the whole first season to catch up on, and I I loved it and enjoyed it so much and. So I started listening to it on the tour bus, but I would fall asleep halfway through. So, you know, because it's like three in the morning, right? So I'd spend like the first 10 minutes laughing and enjoying, and then I'd fall asleep. So the next day I would have to like start it back over again. So I feel like I can like quote verbatim the entire first season because I've listened to each episode like a hundred times. That's
0: absor- <laughs> right. You absorbed it through osmosis. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but I, I absolutely love that podcast. And then of course got into so many white guys after that. Um, and right. I, I just, I feel like, They are so wonderful, and it's really opened up this whole other world now because I listen. Well, I mean, I already sort of knew who Cameron Esposito and Rio Butcher were, but that got me into um, Put Your Hands Together, their podcast. They're so great. Yeah, they're hilarious. There's like the LGBT Center here in Los Angeles had a big gala this past weekend, and, um, and they hosted the event. And, you know, my nightmare is that Sarah and I, we... From time to time, we get asked to host things, especially up in Canada where we're much bigger mm-hmm. and, um, like, taller, like, yeah, compared to the population, like, everyone there is yeah. tiny. <laughs> so, we've been asked to, like, host some things in the past and we panic. We're like the exact opposite of most celebrities or musicians or actors <laughs> or anything like that. Like, when people are like, <laughs> big news, you guys, you got a spot on Conan or whatever. I just am like inside, I think, oh no, two more weeks to dread this. And and, and as soon as it's over, I'm so happy we did what? it. It's very hard to explain to people. Um, we've both processed it a lot, probably with each other and our family and friends yeah. and in therapy. But I'll tell you. It's like one of the things that
0: I dread most is that we'll be successful and we'll be asked to do things. Well, you know how you avoid being asked to do all that stuff is like just don't be good. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> well, like nobody asks you to do stuff if you're garbage. So <laughs> maybe just consider. <laughs> uh-huh. I think there's also. That's my tip. There's this Thank really, you.
1: There's this really interesting thing, too, that I think both. Both Tegan and I sort of struggle with which is that I mean you get into the well at least for us we got into the music um, the music industry to play music and so a lot of times some of like a lot of these public things that we're so nervous to do um, don't have anything to do with music and so mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of times I think it's about us feeling like do we even have the skills. Uh, required like to do this event right. or whatever and a lot right. of times people will say oh no you're great or you're funny or here you can memorize this paragraph of, of um, you know like script and I'm just like no, no 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 I don't know how to memorize anything I barely got out of high school it's a yeah. miracle <laughs> that I have this one skill like just let me play music so I might, it's definitely you know confusing. I, would, I will add to that though that the, some of my fear about hosting specifically so not playing on television but hosting I, I can draw a, a comparison to a podcast once again, this is Tegan bringing it back to podcast. I know. Watch this one, you guys. Yeah. Ugh, Thank you, cut, Tegan. Tegan's annoying me. There's like <laughs> if there's like a live commentary underneath us when this goes up. I'm going to be up in there being like, because no. I really prepared. I really thought about all the podcasts that I've loved. I appreciate that. One of my favorite podcasts of all time was Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin. And I think what made the podcast incredible and tremendous and interesting, and for me, just like one of the, you know, best thing's ever was that he wasn't just interviewing someone he was constantly and often interrupting them to tell his own story and i mean that wouldn't have worked with any other host it had to be someone who has had such an interesting story and and could insert you know anecdotal tales of of himself that almost sometimes trumped the, the person who is interviewing we don't use that word anymore oh and I'm, sorry. I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry we'll bleep it okay no, no, bleep, we'll it, out. That we'll that bleep it out we fine sorry Ugh. but my fear is is that sometimes Sarah and I can't control it when we get nervous we get anecdotal and we get you know we we we, we get silly and we tell jokes and we try to disarm the audience and mm-hmm. um and that's that's a lot of where my fear comes from is is that when people oh. like we did an event last weekend and yeah. I caught myself halfway through panicking like I just wanted to just run because it's like I I start to feel that the room is really paying attention, and then I start to panic, like, we've been here too long, we're taking up too much space, <laughs> trip Sarah while they're not watching, run, you know, like it's just, I panic really easily, so. You know it's you know so interesting? It's that Tegan, <laughs> okay, like, I like I like the Alec Baldwin podcast as well, but it gives me a lot of stress, so I can't really listen to it very, like, back to back, but it's so interesting because for some reason I'm thinking to myself right now that I think Tegan really likes like a, a sort of almost um, combative approach to to she likes loud podcasts. she likes podcasts that's are that are a little messy and like you know, theatrical and there's a lot going on. And I tend to sort of, um it's sort of like how i choose a therapist like i don't want to know anything about the person hosting the show like i listen yes. to fr- i listen to yeah. fresh air with terry gross i don't feel like i know a damn thing about terry gross i have absolutely and you never no idea. will and you'll no. never, know. You will never know
0: anything <laughs> about her and she might her. hate the people
1: you can't tell like there's a v- it's exactly. very very rare that i think to myself i think terry likes that person like most of the time no. i think does she hate that person are they giving a good interview yeah. i can't tell and that's how i feel about therapy i need my therapist <laughs> to never say anything about their life, their kids, their is partner. there a podcast about therapy?
0: Oh, there's. I'm sure there are. There's. <laughs> there like are thousands. A yeah. lot of nods. I, I'm. I'm sure there are a lot of people uh, who are podcasting their own experience about yeah, therapy. I'm sure there are therapists their podcasting experience. I mean, it's the, that feedback loop is is deep. a question for you guys. So um, I know that you you guys have a very long history of being involved in LGBT advocacy and with your new foundation, the Tegan and Sarah Foundation. And I wonder if you've ever landed on any sort of LGBT or LGBT adjacent kind of podcast <laughs> that, that That's you awesome. like.
1: Yeah. Actually, the other day, Phoebe Actually, wrote us. I had been posting about how much I love two dope queens, and she direct messaged and was like, "You guys are so great. Thanks. Also, check out Nancy podcast. So we've been enjoying that podcast very much. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I just said that about Sarah, but I know you enjoyed the first two episodes. Have you been enjoying the rest? Sarah? Yeah, I have, and I really do. Um, I, 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 it's interesting as you're saying that about. I might now my mind is kind of spinning like through like. I guess I don't necessarily think of podcasts in those types of categories. Um, uh-huh. like, like, I like I, I, guess I just haven't thought about that before. But again, I mean, sorry to do this, going back to my Beatles. Oh, no. I think one of the things that I loved about This American Life, especially when I first started listening to it, so this would have been about 2002, 2003, was that it was so obvious to me that a lot of the people who were contributing to the show um, fairly you know, fairly frequently, we're we're queer, so like mm-hmm. that's where I discovered um, David Rakoff, David Sedaris, David Sedaris, of course, and it's a um, Dan Savage, but it's mm-hmm. sort of. It was sort of one of those things where I felt like it was one of the first examples for me of LGBTQ issues and people um, sort of integrated into a podcast that, or a radio show that really didn't have to necessarily be specifically LGBT-focused, right. mm-hmm. and also sometimes the stories or the pieces that were being done were being done by a, a person who was obviously identifying somewhere um, on the LGBTQ spectrum, but sometimes their stories or you know the whatever they were talking about had nothing to do with being queer, yeah, so absolutely. I thought it was a very interesting way of showing. Showing that there is a um, there is a way to sort of speak both as as a queer person and about things that are related to being um, LGBTQ, but have a broader audience be interested in those things, and also right. um, have the perspective of a queer person sort of looking at other issues, whether it's like something that's going on in the education system or whatever. Well, so, and I feel like that's why Nancy's going to be. So, I, th- I think it's such a cool podcast because I think that it, even though it is about que- it's queer stories and queer people, like I think that they're really Amazing stories, and they're really relatable and um, and really moving and, and and educational at the same time. I mean, I got caught crying listening to. I think it was episode two, where where the woman's talking about uh, the woman that had been on the camping trips with the family, like ran the the store or whatever, and like the way that she dressed she in her and her keys and the whole the, thing. Uh, I know, I'm the, the episode, worst. I'm sorry. I uh, blurbs for the yeah, podcast. <laughs> Shut up. The girl
0: who is talking to a girl who is at a thing <laughs> so- about something. So it was awesome. <gasps> whatever, anyway, it made me cry. I, I feel like we are we are encouraging a culture of bullying <laughs> here. I feel like this is very not queer of us to be it's doing right now. Oh my
1: god, snowflakes! Just everyone, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> whatever episode two, Nancy, next one, <laughs> so good.
0: That show's going to see a huge uptake in downloads. Oh, whatever! I can't retain anything. Huge.
1: <laughs> it's going to be huge.
0: <laughs> um, I feel like you guys are such excellent talkers i think in your um you know among your your fans you're you're known as great stage banterers mm-hmm. uh, banterers i don't think a banterer banterers. is a word but <laughs> make but it, i'm going to make it up who cares going to go with it we're, it's end
1: of it's end of times on on the earth right now. So just go ahead and make up whatever words you want. We'll just banterers
0: away. <laughs> uh, I'll, it's Lauren Lauren Ober's <laughs> end times dictionary. So it's great. <laughs> um, so, but do you have has anyone ever said oh, you guys should have a podcast?
1: Oh my god, seriously, it's it's like you're reading my mind because <laughs> I wanted to like I wasn't necessarily gonna bring it up if it what there wasn't an appropriate time, but it's something we talk about all the time Is, is that Sarah and I? This is it. It truly has changed our lives like neither of us have driver's licenses and so podcasts really have become this really like thing for us because we we walk and we take buses and trains and we're we travel all the time and podcasts have really changed our lives because you know it's taken that radio listening that we do at home and and you know really like opened up this like incredible spectrum of learning and and ideas Mm -hmm. and whatever anyway point being that in the last couple years we've brought it up with our managers a few times that we're really interested in the idea of of having our own podcast and they did some sort of initial investigating and they kind of came back with like a bit of a debbie downer like nah nobody really what? thinks that that's a good idea or it's like not not not." they who were talking are as, these people well they were like saying that a lot of the people fire who, them yeah they're, <laughs> they're basically saying that a lot of people kind of had like a oh it's hard to get people to listen and you can't get people to pay and we we were sort of like well we just love that the idea of telling stories as you know anyway oh, so here's the thing okay. that that was a lot of information to say this yes we have thought about a podcast but here's the thing we have an idea do you want to hear it Oh, my God, yes. Well, is we have the, so many. Are you many. revealing
0: well, this? Well, we, I bet you do have a lot of ideas. We have a
1: lot of ideas. And so who knows which one we'll end up ever doing if we ever do it. It but might be she, a podcast just talking about all of our podcast ideas. Yeah, that could be funny. But I we, mean, I've already, I have already subscribed. <sighs> okay, great. <laughs> our first subscriber. So this is the one that just floated to the top. Who knows if we would actually do it because it might be difficult. But Sarah and I sort of had this concept that would be a little bit like based on true truths and a lie. Oh um so sarah and i sometimes we are with each other all the time because we are 36 years old take it easy what well just throwing out (laughs) my age at the same time as your age sorry (laughs) maybe i don't want to disclose that to this whole new listenership that right, doesn't right, right. know us. Sarah and I have spent the last 25 years, wink, <laughs> wink, being sisters and being in this band together. And so we spend all of our time practically together. And so we have all these amazing experiences, and we have all these incredible stories, and we've lived this like kind of radical, very strange, very fascinating life. But we're always together. And so just like when we were kids and we would come home, and we would fight to tell my mom a story, we have to constantly share space and share a story and let each other have the moment or the punchline. But one thing that we find is pretty consistent is that we're exaggerators, and we constantly change details like of the creative story. story okay, creative storytellers. Okay, creative storytellers. And so we're often <laughs> part of what our shtick has become is that we interrupt each other and we challenge each other's story because it's like, Sarah, that did not happen.
0: What happened was- No, I know, I've been listening this right? entire oh half God. an hour.
1: Right. <laughs> Even and the so, way she's telling you this idea, I'm like, well, nobody's gonna like this okay, okay, idea okay, the okay, way okay, you're okay. telling it. So we're gonna. we thought it would be really hilarious and interesting, fascinating to investigate stories that we find discrepancies in. So a story that I remember as being like, this is how we signed this record deal. And Mm -hmm. Sarah's like, no, that's not what happened. And then we actually go and we investigate, we interview the people and we figure out who is telling the truth. Like who who has the story down? What do you think? I think this has legs. Can you ask all your podcast people friends and? I'm
0: the arbiter of this. Yeah, I don't need to ask those Wait, people. Okay, I'm like. But listen, let me tell you that even if you guys just burped into the microphone for a half an hour, it would go straight to the top of the charts. Like a few people would listen. Like more than a few people would listen.
1: No, but I. This is the reason why this one stuck out to us was that we were like, it doesn't even have to be a whole thing about us. I mean, we could bring in anyone. We could bring in Alec Baldwin and pick out the biggest story that he feels people. Question him on and go and investigate it, or talk to him or brings have someone call in who knows the real story and challenges it. I mean, this happens to everyone. It doesn't even have to be yeah. celebrities. I mean, think of it happens to me with my girlfriend. I mean, she tells <laughs> stories all the time, and I'm like, that is not yeah. what happened.
0: No, of course we all we all have our selective memory and our own narratives of things. And uh, I think this has a lot of a lot of legs. Um, I would love to continue to gas bag with you guys all yes. evening. However, I imagine that you have things to do and I'm cognizant of your time but I so appreciate um I so appreciate your time and it's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you both oh for us too
1: thank you so much for having us we really it was oh. awesome so fun we were thank very you. excited to come and do this was a, a great way to end our week so thank you so much for having us
0: oh my pleasure and listen when you want to get your podcast off the ground we're gonna hit you, you up. just give me a call yep okay. seriously you're gonna be like, right. changing your phone number but okay <laughs> It's going to be like two in the morning. <laughs> Just call to spitball some ideas. New phone. Who's this? <laughs> yeah. Who does? Who
1: does?
0: Tegan and Sarah Quinn are Grammy-nominated musicians and founders of the Tegan and Sarah Foundation. To find out more about their music or any of the podcasts they recommended, and there were many, check out biglisten.org. Happy Pride Month, friends. Be good to each other. See
1: you. Makes it hard to move on. Your voice can't manage.